open for the main squeeze like a pete one solo act yeah he was doing his dj set which apparently was terrible i didn't know pete went to the dj get up used to around a year ago oh god that's that's really sad all right so we are back once again never ending towards forever the unstoppable machine of infinity Riff and rock music, music talk. talk. And um, we decided to uh, abstain from reviewing anything this week. We have had put up a lot of written works lately, so you should check those out instead. We type them one word at a time. And we have a group of rats that do the other words. They also massage our feet when we needed to. Using their little teeth, they nibble away at the dead skin. That is the sound they make. No animals are harmed in the process of our productions. But we decided that since we are getting ever so closer to summer, even though the weather doesn't seem to dictate it, we thought it's time to talk about summer playlists. Ah, uh, yes. The good old-fashioned mixtape. The mixtape is the staple of the long car ride, the party, the final studying for term that I can't think of right now or that creepy way you tell that girl you really have feelings for her or you don't have feelings for her as you color that cdr black with your sharpie marker down to its last little bits of inky goodness thinking of the perfect words that will forever be etched onto that disc that single round symbol that means so much that's what we're talking about today. Yes. Whether you just want to cruise on Highway 55 or you want to tell Cindy Lou you want to put it in here, there's nothing like a good summer mix. <laughs> so Ryan and I went together, well we, actually not together, we collaborated separately and decided to come up with uh, eight tracks of each. Um, so you can have a 16-track summer mix. I got some suggestions from some of our listeners as well. Didn't compare notes. <laughs> no, we didn't. So if there's any overlap, that just means it's super perfect. It's super duper perfect. But I wanted to start off. What for you makes a good summer song? Well, whenever I think of a summer song, numerous things come to mind. Breeze. Uh, hot. Wet, like sweatiness, slow, being really slow, things that just drag on and never seem to end. Do you not like the summer? And then the dark, when it gets cold and bitter. So bitter. But yeah, I like the summer. <laughs> that is the most disturbed description of the summer I've ever heard. It's a, it's a multifaceted season. Yes. Um, when I think of summer music, I think uh, of nice, upbeat, fast-paced music to drive to with the windows down or have your bonfires. But at the same time, you also have to have those good groovy beats for the nighttime because the nighttime is crazy good in the summer. So I probably shouldn't have picked nothing but Gregorian chants for this. 
that's sort of our preface for a good summer mix. Um, so I figured we'd just kind of go along, talk about the songs we picked, why we picked them. Uh, we'll throw some clips here and there. And uh, if you like them, you can put these in your own summer mix, or you can think that these are total crap and uh, make something of your own. And if you make something of your own, you should uh, tell us what you put in it and write to us at I Make Better Mixtapes about wanting to stick it in Cindy Lou, riffandrockmusic.com. <laughs> That's poetic. It's very poetic. So, Alex, I think you should start, seeing as how you have your list already queued up. Right. So, uh, the first song I put on my list is from an album that just came out in April from, uh, I think they're from California, but a band, Terramelos, who Ryan and I interviewed just a couple weeks ago. We did. And one of their songs, uh, I was torn between two songs, uh, Sunburn and Tropic Lame, but I ended up going with Tropic Lame, which is the song they opened their set with. Uh, Brian, we actually saw Terramellos together. What what'd you think of them? I thought they were a crazy group of guys with lots of crazed puppets and mannequins. They could play some pretty good music. That's an interesting perception. So uh, the first track I picked was uh, Tropic Lame, which has a nice, good, summery, driving vibe to it. A great one for when you just hit the highway when you're going to do that road trip to Cindy Lou's house. Ah, yes. Uh, and so that was my that was my number one pick. How about what was your number one? My number one. Well, mm. well I say number one, but the first yeah. one you picked. My first track, I think, would set the tone of the entire mixtape that I made for Cindy Lou and her sister. Uh, Mindy. Whoa, you're trying to play the field. Yeah, Mindy Pooh is her sister. Yeah, um, you know they're they're not related by blood, but whatever. <laughs> um, and that is Ice Cubes. Today was a good day. Um, because, I mean, when you think summer, you think, man, I hope none of my friends in Compton get killed today. And when they don't, it's a good day. What? Have you ever heard Ice Cube's Today Was a Good Day? I have not. Oh, man. You know, let's play him a clip. Let's play him a clip. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. I got my girl bone, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to dig out. So hooked it up for later as I hit the dope. What's it called again? Today was a good day. Oh, I was thinking of like the uh, what was it the Smashing Pumpkins song or the like, Today yeah, is completely different. Oh, okay, because I was like, that's a not a right song. <laughs> uh, move- <laughs> moving on, sort of in the same vein as Tropic Lame is a track I picked out by Chicago punk rockers, a uh, super group called the Falcon, and their song. Unicorn Odyssey off their one full LP, Unicornography. Kind of the same reasons. It's a good punky song, good rhythm. Nice for that hot, hot heat and you're cruising fast. Uh, maybe back from Cindy Lou's house at this point, or Mindy Poo, uh, or Gerald Wu, whatever. Wherever you're heading, <laughs> it's a great way to just uh, enjoy the sunshine and zip along that illustrious Highway 55 towards Peoria, Illinois. Hooray! <laughs> what a great place. When I think summertime, that's the only place that comes to mind. I've spent so many summers in Peoria, and it has been a life-changing event where I am often suicidal now. They have a bridge! It's two bridges, one on each side! Oh, wow. One, one to go in, one to go out. <laughs> I don't think enough traffic would support the outbridge. They, I think they have to build like two outbridges. <laughs> oh, that town's so unfortunate. Unique. Um, 
Do you want to play? You know, I think we should play a clip, like a little, like twenty second clip, to get these people to be like, I don't know, Alex. I don't think this song is very summery. About the Falcon? Yeah, the Falcon. Well, for the five people who know where the Falcon are, they're they're already going. That's totally right. But for the rest of you, I will play a little bit of the Falcon's Unicorn Odyssey. Oh, yeah, I can see where you're going with this whole summertime is a good thing um, instead of a dark, dreary, bright, hot, disgusting season. Um, to be fair, not all of us have three feet of dreadlocks to get stuck to our sweaty backs. Yeah, that is a good, a good point. But that means that most of you guys aren't living the life. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, my second pick is uh, its a classic. It's from the 80s, and that is Bob Mould's Sunspots, which if you guys are a fan of Sugar or Bob Mould, you'll know that he's very good at painting landscapes with his guitar and his very unique voice. And so it's, um, it's an instrumental song, and, you know, here it is. Bob Ross of music. He really is. There's so many happy trees, but just terrible that they're stuck, you know, during the summertime. But they at least have leaves. Oh yeah, leaves are nice. They protect you in the shade. They do. When you're chilling by the pool, perhaps. Ooh, I forgot. Pools are open during the summertime. Pools are open during the summertime, which brings us to uh, my next pick. Poolside's Why You Wanna from their album Pacific Standard Time. It is perfect pool lounging music. It's sort of a new age of disco. Um, I think it's a good standalone track, but for when you're laying on the cabana, if you have a cabana, or if you're being harassed by annoying little assholes at the public pool, either way, (laughs) it's a great track for watching the water lap against the side. It's chlorine sting avoiding your precious porcelain skin as you instead choose to burn yourself as you lay out on the hot black top. This is a very pleasant season, are we? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I think ever since we brought up the pool, I mean, it's just got... Summer went from being, like, you gotta work all the time to, hey, let's just hang out. Buy some water all day. And, you know, last year when we were spent our summer in Indiana, it was, a There wasn't too much water. No. I remember distinctly... A overly hot day at the Bluebird where it was like at night and it was so hot that we were still taking our shirts off because it was disgustingly hot outside. <laughs> I barely remember. <laughs> it happened though. Alright. So to we... be fair, if there was a day at the Bluebird where I didn't take my shirt off, it was usually less of a success. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow day. <laughs> um 
Oh, I do have a party song on my list. And that is, it goes all the way back to the 1970s. It's from a band, uh, a one-hit wonder, if you will, called Mungo Jerry. Um, and their song is called In the Summertime. And if you listen to it, it is, it's pretty groovy. That's not the song that's like the ch 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 That is the song. Oh, I love that song. They've got a jug in it. <laughs> it's perfect. You got women. You got women on your mind. I love that song. Ah, uh, and it made into the mixtape for a reason. That's that's too good. That is. Uh, I was trying to figure out what the name of that song was for ages, and I thought I found it on the Zombies' first album, and that was not the right summertime song. Not at all. But that's Still a good, good song. That is. And your mama is good looking. <laughs> so it has a weird cadence to it. Uh, sticking with that sort of cool chill vibe. Uh, it was one one song that was recommended to me, so I'm gonna, but I liked it so much. Uh, I put it on there. So um, shout out to Josh Burns for giving the suggestion. I picked Ocean Breathes Salty by Modest Mouse mm. uh, from their album Good News for People Who Love Bad News. So it's one of those records that uh, a lot of scenesters bought on vinyl, and it's their only record. It sits on the shelf, and then they say they're totally into vinyl. And then they listen to two songs on the album. And they're like, oh, man, I love Float On. That song is great. That song speaks volumes to me. And uh, But this is a good song you probably didn't get to, because I think it's already on side two of the record. Well, no, it's it's the uh, it's the second single from that album. Oh. It's directly after Float On. Well, then you probably did hear it. If you listen to all the way to the second single, it had that music video about the crow, and then the crow turned into whatever the lead singer's name is, Isaac Brock or whatever, and then he started shouting at this kid. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was really bizarre. That is every single Modest Mouse music video. Right, but it's a good uh, ocean breathe salty. I mean, that's that's summertime. Yeah, or lake breathes pollution. If you live near Lake Michigan, pond breathes. Barely, I guess. River breathes molasses. Cup of water breathes uh, um, vinegar. Jug breathes excellence. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I uh, so I recently went on a road trip myself, and I made a mixtape. And one, and I was looking over like the the list. And one song that really stuck out between the two lists is uh, Sufjan Stevens, the indie king, I guess. Uh, his song entitled Chicago from the album Come On, Feel the Illinois. What time would you listen? Uh, literally at any point in time. I feel that's, a, that's like a, a sunrise or a sunset kind of song. Yeah, or like a, a brunch kind of song. It's very brunchy. It is very brunchy. So if you're at the cabana with a Miranda... With your friend Samantha, drinking some champagne, yeah. you might listen to Chicago, and you might complain that you didn't get a Rolex, but you only got a Swatch. Uh, however, there might be a point where you know you're not actually in a car, and you want to have a little fun, do a little dancing with the, with the ladies, like with with Cindy Lou. And I picked uh, one of my favorite salsa tracks from 1972. It was Larry Harlow's. Abran Paso from his album Abran Paso. And it's a good hip swing in time, perhaps to cool down with a nice iced beverage. Ooh. 
depending on your age, it could be a pina colada or water a, with a, a Corona. <laughs> water with some sugar in it. Yeah. A, a, a Pepsi, perhaps. Ooh, a Pepsi Max. Yeah, to give you that extra edge in that hip shaking. We're not sponsored by Pepsi in any way either. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> You're welcome, Pepsi. But uh, a couple summers ago, I spent a lot of time driving around or just hanging out with the windows open, blasting some salsa music, whether my neighbors liked it or not. You know, let's play our listeners a little clip of Larry Harlow's Abraham Pasto. So on the other side of summertime, it's the darker side of partying. For every party, there's somebody working, and they probably don't <laughs> like it. They don't, probably don't like it at all. Um, so the next song that I picked is uh, is Murder by Death's song, Until Morale Improves, the Beatings Will Continue, um, which if you guys have ever listened to the band Murder by Death, they sound like a band that Wolverine would be a part of, or at least listen to all the time. Um, it is hot, sweaty music, and it's it's like a Clint Eastwood movie. So it would be a song you listen to, perhaps, if you were attached to a ball and chain? Yes. If you had a ball and chain that was attached to you, and then you habitually fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> you know who you are. Did you ever have one of those jo- summer jobs where you're like stuck behind like the counter of a Dairy Queen or something like that? I've had numerous jobs like that. Actually, I had a job where I did uh, like stand out on the street of Chicago and like uh, get money for donations for charities. And those summers were brutal. But that's not like you're seeing all these kids having fun right in front of you kind of job. Yeah, it was... It was oh, like was it? on it was like on the magnificent mile. Oh. <laughs> so people would have like shopping bags to be smiling and they'd have three hundred dollar pairs of sunglasses on and I would be covered in sweat. But they I'd wouldn't be in their underpants. Uh sometimes if they were at the beach, yeah. Okay. Okay. Should we take a pause and talk about that? No, it's okay. I get No not the un- the, the the book. Oh the, the So book. speaking of three hundred dollar pairs of sunglasses, uh as you heard as we were coming in, we were talking a little bit about Pete Wentz, who is the bassist for Fallout Boy. And uh, his book came out not that long ago, uh, some uh, late February or so, and we read an excerpt, and uh, it was shocking. It was the... It was like reading the diary of a 12-year-old girl who really didn't want to do anything. It was like it was so emotional that I, the bile in my body like started to come up. It was really disappointing though, because as the excerpt ended, even though my mouth was half filled with vomit, I wanted to continue reading. Yeah, I know I couldn't turn away, but I had to because the page ended. <laughs> but so we have a guest joining us, and we might have a couple more joining us in a little bit as we're discussing this. Uh, so we have uh, Jeremy. Last name excluded for privacy's sake. <laughs> and he's good. <laughs> so a track I picked uh, for this is maybe like when you're heading out. And uh, it's so like it's like 10 o'clock at night because you finally just got out of the fucking Dairy Queen. And you like want to get out. And this, call, this song's called Getting Paid by Zex Marquise off their album Getting Paid. But it's got a good 
like nighttime has already hit and you finally try to catch up with everybody sort of like hip-hoppy rock and roll kind of vibe but not like a silly Linkin Park kind of way oh that's good yeah I really like the title of the song that's why I kind of went with it because you're talking about working the streets more not in that, <laughs> not in that way everybody but totally in that way but getting paid nonetheless and so that is why I picked that one because you're like gotta get home and get up get out this polo off and throw on my button down and cabana shirt my Jimmy Buffett hat yeah or a fedora perhaps well that's a really discouraging look okay apparently you don't wear a fedora in the summer no one should wear a fedora ever no one should wear a fedora what about 80 year old men no so that is some professional riff and rock music talk advice no one should ever wear a fedora ever you know who you are people fedoras <laughs> if you're not sure if you're one of those guys that wears a fedora just look in the mirror if you have one on please take it off if there's a fedora in your closet don't even donate it to Goodwill. Just ignore it. It'll go away at some point in time. <laughs> Technically, science should allow that. Moving on, the next uh, song in my playlist that I think would be perfect would be, and I think this is a classic. Not only is it a classic, but it's a cover. It's a cover so amazing that it is, in and of itself, a classic. And that's right. It's Alien Ant Farm's cover of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. <laughs> The moment you said cover, that's for some reason the first thing that came to mind was Alien Ant Farm. Exactly! That's because it's so great! It's a really well done cover. It is. From what, like 1999? No, it's uh, 2001. So a whole two years did. Maybe 2002. No. Because I heard on Q101 and I was done listening to Q101 by 2002. 2001, everybody. Yeah, something like that. It was the year I graduated, for sure. High school. So. Damn, I was still in eighth grade. Wow, I was in high school when it came up. <laughs> I was. I would listen to the top nine at nine on Q101. Love Line was after my bedtime, so I'd have to. Oh yeah. Listen. But sometimes I'd sneak in a little bit in the beginning just to be like, "What's going on this show?" And I'd be astounded. My little thirteen-year-old mind would explode with radiance and curiosity. Like you must rub the belly button. That's where the good spot is. That was. I was like, G spot stands for navel. Yes. Well, I thought that starts with an N. Well, you, you didn't listen to Love Line enough, so... No. You know. I, I did remember the one where the hot dog broke up and she was trying to figure I, out what to do. Uh, moving on. Did they do anything after? They released... Actually, they just released their fourth album. Just? They're still banned. Yeah, they're still banned. Wow. They, they almost died after their first album. They got into a really, died? really bad bus accident, but they all made it. So through. literally almost died. One guy, I think, broke his spine. But he's alright. I think it was the drummer, but he's good. And if Robert Wyatt's proved anything, you can have a broken spine and still play the drums. Yes. Or if Teddy Pendergrass is anything, you can break your spine and still be famous. Who's Teddy Pendergrass? What? <laughs> he makes baby-making music. You don't even... You don't know who Teddy... Pe- alright. Before I, before I slap Alex in the face for not knowing who some... Who- Would Teddy Pendergrass be good, like, summertime, sweaty, love-making music? No, it's more like uh, mid-fall, early spring. Oh, like cuddly? Of. Yeah. Not like, like just vicious grossness with no, Cindy Lou? not at all. It's like, light a candle, let me make let me order something from the Cheesecake Factory and pick it up and bring it home, warm it up in the microwave. No, even... I'll go a step further. Warm it up in the oven... That kind of baby making oh, music. That, that girl's special if you'll heat it up in the oven for her. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, so Jeremy, do you have any uh, songs that that are popping out yet that you could Good recommend? Summertime, the Vandals cover of Summer Lovin'. Ooh. Never heard that. That is an awesome cover. You know what? For for everybody here, we're going to dig that up from the YouTube archives. We're gonna play you guys a little clip. never thought I could like a Grease song, but now I do. Yeah, that song was good. It's very That was a good choice, Jeremy. A good summer song. It just, it's, uh, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah, definitely. So I guess we're talking nighttime songs. Uh, I guess the title may might be a giveaway, but uh, Animal Collective's Summertime Clothes from their album Merryweather Post Pavilion. Uh, I thought it was a great little summertime nighttime jam. Uh, as they talk about in the song, running around with no shoes or socks on and running through alleyways, which is probably not hygienic. I wouldn't not recommend that. No. Uh, if you're going to run barefoot, probably do it in a sanitary environment, perhaps your backyard. And not the public pool. Not the public pool uh, or anywhere where dogs may have laid their waste and owners did not clean it up. Yeah, everywhere else, fair game. Yeah, College campus, after people broke a bunch of bottles, hey, you know what? It's America. You do what you want. Do what you want. But make sure if you're going to cut your feet up, be sterile about it. Do not get an infection, because that could ruin your summer. As you sit with a cast over your foot, and everyone's splashing around in your above-ground pool, and you're like, what the fuck do I do with an above-ground pool? You could soak your arm in the pool. And you have to have that trash bag around your leg. (laughs) Fuck that. Hey, Jeremy, have you thought of any songs that you <laughs> think would be great? Uh, uh, Under a, uh, Young and Aspire, I think? First album off their Only Chasing, uh, first song off their Only Chasing Safety. Uh, never listened to Under Oath. I just keep hearing about Under Oath. No, they're no more any longer. Oh. But. So they're not Under Oath anymore. If you like that really emo, screamy, Jesus-loving stuff. Were they a Jesus band? They were. They they were oh um, oh it's good it's good stuff I just remember I discovered it in the summer and every time I listen to it now that's I always bring it back out summertime roll the windows <laughs> down and piss people off yes it's funny because yes. I almost put on my list a pattern against user by at the drive-in for the same kind of like screamy good time song I haven't listened to that I don't think I've listened to at the drive-in. we only saw them last year at Lollapalooza and now they've not stopped reuniting. Alex was very, very passionate about at the driving. For everyone, Volta. no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, gotta take the mic, real quick. For every, this is a shout out to every motherfucker who's selling the reissue of Relationship of Command for ninety dollars, still sealed. I went, went on record store day and bought a copy, and you didn't even fucking listen to it. Fuck all of you. Get, get Lyme disease infested ticks, and have uncurable symptoms. You're just all bad people. Uh, thank you, Alex, for that. It's a lot of rage. It is a lot of rage. Although I've never listened to Relationship of Command, right? Yeah. Is it good? It's a great album. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> we should. You should write a written review about it. Can I buy it sealed and keep it as an investment? I might kill you. <laughs> 
If I just find you in the night and <laughs> take your head off. This is coming from a man who owns numerous copies of Shaq Fu. That's different. That's to preserve it, because there are actually people out there trying to destroy it. That's a preservation society as opposed to hoarding it for your own personal gain. Ah, yes. Of course. So I only have one other song that really rounds out my uh, my summertime playlist for Cindy Lou and her sister Mary Pooh. Um, and Gerald Wu. And Gerald Wu, of course. The Well, that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, and that is the club classic from our man JT, Justin Timberlake, as produced by Timberland, Lovestoned. That's right. The seven and a half minute long epic that is whatever he does. What what does he do? He Timberland just, or Timberlake? Timberlake. He just like sings and then people are like, oh my god, this is brilliant. He doesn't really, he's at this point where he doesn't have to do a whole lot of anything. Yeah, I know. I Have you listened to the lyrics? They make no sense. They make absolutely no sense. He just has to sing and be pretty and he does a damn good job of that. Yeah, and, and he, since it's a song and you can only hear it, you can still picture him dancing to it. And he does it so well. He's very much 21st century Prince, but plays less instruments. He plays no instruments. I'm sure he plays, like, MacBook. So I was thinking he was more 21st century, like, MJ, but not as white. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's like a Michael Jackson. <laughs> Only less crazy. More successful. Well, not at this point more successful. I disagree. MJ is prime successful. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But then that led to his being crazy. Mm. If you got that rich, wouldn't you go a little crazy? I would go a little crazy. Yeah, and maybe Timberlake just didn't have as abusive of a shithole father that Michael Jackson did. That's true. Who was like, yeah, I'm at my son's funeral, but you should check out this album I'm putting out. Michael Jackson's father, I bet you're holding one of those relationship of commands and you're selling on eBay for $90. We're coming for it, homie. You get all the Lyme disease. Uh, I had two more tracks I put on here. Uh, Spill it, girl. One was Daisy by Fang Island, which is a great sort of coming home after a party that the cops busted kind of anthem and you're just exhausted, you want to crash. It's that last little charge. I don't know, it's a, it's a good little number. And I'm sure Ryan would agree if he didn't run off into the distance. We have another guest joining our show. This is going to be a hopping episode. Ooh, Ryan's contract advisor has just walked in. Yeah, she's also the website editor in chief, and she's the uh, she's in charge of hiring interns um, and taking care of the rats. Uh, yes, the rats that massage our feet with their little teeth that chew off the dead skin. So, welcome to the show. I'm responsible for all of that. I just want to confirm that statement. And it looks like you picked out a couple tracks to recommend for our fellow Riffin' Rockers. Well, I chose um, three main songs based on their lyrics or uh, content. Um, first, well, did you define what a summer song is? We did, but you can add, a, add more to the definition. Okay. Well, I think a summer song is something that you can either listen to while driving the car with all of your windows rolled down, I already said that. Oh, well, you're... That's really dumb. 
And second, um, it should be a song that you can listen to when you're going on like a, like a nature walk to look at all the pretty trees that are blooming and all the beautiful things that are coming to life in the summertime. So, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, please. Um, so I chose some songs that have some really good lyrics, like Today is the Day by Apollo Sunshine. Oh yes, the uh, famed astronaut band that's all astronauts all the time. I hadn't heard that. Wow, how did you hear about that? I just made that up. Is wow. that fact correct or is that is that wrong? I think we could I think we could say that's correct. You know, just just by your say so. I think they're a ripoff of Neil and the Lunars. <laughs> or Buzz and the Aldrins. So I chose the song because one of the lyrics is um uh I'm not quoting it properly, but uh like today's the day tack like today's the day uh and if you see that i I can't even remember from dave matthews band i know shut up everybody i really think that stay is an exemplary summertime song because he talks about brains frying because it's so hot outside and it sounds like the average dave matthews band listener yeah yeah, exactly. That's what they do during the summertime is they go listen to Dave Matthews Band and their little, yeah, they hula hoop till their hips are become hula hoops. So They stay hula hoops. Get it? Yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good tie-in. <laughs> um, my second choice is um, by Sigur Ross. They're from um, Iceland, and um, the lead singer has um, some crazy teeth, but he has this really high-pitched voice, and they do a lot of um, ambient sounds. Have you ever seen them? No. <laughs> On a scale from one to ten, how crazy are they? Oh, like an eight. They're like from James Bond. Crazy. Yeah. No. They're no. Yeah. They're just. Let's say they look like the Icelandic landscape. I'm trying to find it. Lots of stalagmites. <laughs> Stalactites. Yeah. And Hakarl. <laughs> so, anyways, I chose Gobbledygook, um, which is the first song on their um, Med Sud and blah blah blah, which is how I always pronounce the album. <laughs> And in the music video, it's a bunch of naked people running through the forest to the, the song Gobbledygook. And I feel, what better way to celebrate summer than to run naked through a forest? It sounds a lot like uh, watching the Planets Go By's music video from the Flaming Lips where they bike through the forest naked. Ooh. And then Wayne Coins in a bubble because that hasn't happened before. That's all. He should just live in that bubble. Just get a really big bubble. But then he has a, he lives in the small bubble inside the big bubble. I feel like biking <laughs> is a lot more dangerous than running naked. Yeah, you could really hurt yourself. Yeah, at least you, for guys. You can get yourself caught in a chain if you're really yeah, talented. Yeah. Uh, so the last song I put on there is uh, the live version, not the studio. It has to be the live version of Life During Wartime by Talking Heads from the live album Stop Making Sense. You stop making sense. Well, I we've done that a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, but excellent track. Uh, I think the live version has a much more upbeat feel to it. Uh, good at any time of the day. Perhaps uh, when you're trying to impress your friends and you're leaving in the driveway and you have the windows rolled down, you're like, yeah, 
I listen to Talking Heads. And then you peel out, and then you go to the Dairy Queen, where you give the guy that works there some guff, because whatever, it's summer vacation. Screw that guy. And what are you doing listening to... What, what's Hannah Montana's real name? Uh, Dakota Fanning? No, the... Miley Cyrus? Oh yeah, Miley You're like, Cyrus. you listen to Miley Cyrus with the Dairy Queen? Why aren't you listening to some Echo and the Bunny Men? Ooh. <laughs> and they're like, sir, what the hell are you talking about? Can you please take your frosty your blizzard and here come the warm jets and you flip the counter over and leave. <laughs> Babies on fire, asshole! You take your nerd's blizzard and you peel out. <laughs> and then you start a podcast trying to sound superior to everybody. <laughs> While the guy that works at the Dairy Queen has to go home and sleep in a hot, gross bed because the windows won't open, and so he's all sweaty and, and the the water heater's broken, so there's no cold water, so it's always steamy. That's his entire summer vacation. <laughs> well, if the water heater's broke, the water will always be cold. Are you questioning my water heater? <laughs> yeah, I'm really questioning it. I'm getting really, I'm, we're getting a real pouty face from Ryan. I'm done. <laughs> Well, Ryan's out. Uh, thanks for listening to a... I'm back. <laughs> Wait, do we have any more songs? I mean, I finished... Well, actually, thanks for mentioning. We do have um, a couple recommendations from some of our listeners who want to contribute a couple ideas. So thanks very much. I'm just going to read them off uh, with no mention of whether they are better or not than our suggestions. But, Which um, they aren't, or they are. One of the two. They're a little bit of both. But, um, so we have Josh Burns, who originally recommended Ocean Breathe Salty. Uh, and so shout out to everyone who made a suggestion. Alex Barube, I apologize if I'm ruining your name, who suggested, Are You a Hypnotist by the Flaming Lips? Uh, Will Thacker suggests Cousins by Vampire Weekend and Newtown Crier by Capital Cities or Capital Cities by Newtown Crier. Um, Evan Thorne recommends Anything by Japan Droids. <laughs> Which, Evan, you are entitled to your opinion. Uh, we also have Phil Phil Rossi, who has made, we shot out before, The Fiery Furnaces, making their song Here Comes the Summer. We have Adam Gravel suggesting Mac DeMarco, Freaking Out the Neighborhood. Uh, Jed Proctor suggests Kyus, Demon Cleaner. And Josh comes back to us with Red Flag, Party and Bullshit in the USA. So if you've never heard of any of those songs, or you should go check them out, because they think those are great summer hits. Oh, and Corey, our new writer, suggests Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Ooh, a classic. Uh, because apparently it's always great to wear all black and walk down the sidewalk and be laughed at in the summertime. That, that's what I do. I've done that to so many people wearing all black, walking down the sidewalk in the summertime. He also lives in Texas, so I'm not sure where he came up with that idea. But, uh, so you can check us out on our website blog thing whatever where you'll find a full list complete with links to all of these songs and Alex so graciously volunteered to do that thanks Alex oh I'm really glad I hate you I'm just kidding I'll do it <laughs> so check us out on our Facebook page facebook.com slash riff and rock music talk remember to spell rock and talk incorrectly or our blog uh, riff and where you can find our written reviews where Corey just added a review of the new Fall Out Boy album, and I wrote uh, a review of a very old Against Me album where I throw a hissy fit over an album from 2006. And I, myself, Ryan, wrote a vaguely... You liked it. I wrote I wrote a review on Justin Bieber's acoustic album that had very little to do with the actual album itself. Check it out. So there you go. Have a wonderful summer. We will be harassing you 
soon enough.